Yo, what's up, podcast people? It's DJ. It's ready. And we're here with episode 10 of Another Week Podcast. That's right. If you've been with us this long, you know what we're about. If you're joining us now, we appreciate it. Subscribe, rate, review, share, all that good stuff. Hit us up with an email if you care. Anotherweekpodcast at gmail.com. And you know the details. Other than that, if you don't, go back, listen to the other episodes, and listen to those intros. So we're here presenting you with Another another Week. week. Yes, Yeah. What's up, Reddy? How you been? Pretty good. How are you? Everything's all right? Yeah, it's good over here. It's been uh, another week that went by. Halloween just passed. Had a few things happen. Uh, The Nationals won the World Series. The impeachment proceedings look like they're underway politics is the hot button issue right now but somehow we find them and we got stories yes yes oh man let's just get into it man let's talk about what's going across uh you know let's take a little trip around the world let's start with michigan yeah a little little parenting section we got some stories that uh i think parents could could uh, pay attention to, learn something from, or laugh your ass off from. And uh, people who aren't parents, you can laugh too. Yeah. yeah. So what happened in I Michigan? Mean this, I mean, this is a fun. This is a funny story, but it's uh, I don't want to say it's sad. It's just, it's more crazy. It's like, it's fucking bizarre. There's a Michigan mother. She she's a mother of five children. She might do 93 days in jail. Not for child neglect. Not for child abuse. Not for stealing. Well, maybe they want to try to call it stealing. Borrowing, which you're allowed to. Because she has two overdue library books. That's right. Two overdue library books that she has. They're overdue for two years. Where the sidewalk ends is one of them, one of my favorite books of all time. So I can understand why her child would want to hold on to that for a little extra time. And the book, Night. So Listen, 93 days and a $500 fine. That's pretty fucked up because I'm pretty sure that there's a whole crap ton of people who would probably be sentenced to life. Because I know people who straight lost library books and never returned them. And this was 30 years ago. (laughs) Well, what's kind of funny is about this story is the way that she found out she was going for a promotion at her job and her job ran her credit and it popped up on her credit score that she was, had a warrant out for, or, uh, or a fine for overdue books. Well, yeah, uh, arrest for a fine and possible jail. So that's the, the law in uh, in Michigan. So she right away went and returned the books. And what had happened was she had ch- changed addresses a bunch of times. So she never received the letters after she returned the books. Because she returned them, you know, after the job told her. And then found out later on 
that she could be facing possible jail for this. And, you know, she never received letters because she had moved so many times. So, you know, parents, not only you got to check those books, say kids are stealing, but you got to check your library card address. Yeah, And not only that, I mean, I don't know how her library system works. The library system out here. Now, I'm not telling anybody to lie or anything else. Because it's called a library. I can tell you this. I am not paying $500 for two books unless each of those books costs $250 a book. Now, they have a thing called the Dropbox. I would argue that I dropped these books in the library and they didn't get scanned. I'm pretty sure if you would have went down there and talked to whoever, it would have got worked out. Well, no. The, the, she had the books. She found them on her son's shelf. She returned no, no, no. them. See, see, like, no. Oh, you're well, saying see, for that, anybody like in no, general? No, that's where she messed up at. I wouldn't have returned it. I don't know where the books are. I already returned them. That's a, Listen, that's my argument. I returned the books. I don't know if y'all didn't scan them in the system or whatever. I, re- I did take these books out. I returned them. I'm not paying you $500. Listen, before you take them to court, they will settle out and fix and fix the situation. Oh, I'm sure they did. They don't have the follow-up, but it's a ridiculous law. It's insane. $500 for, for two library books. But you know what? That That's like when... um. You know they 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 try to do that crazy stuff with anything. If you rent something, like if you have you ever like rented a movie from like Blockbuster, like a DVD, and didn't return it or, or lost it or something, and they try to charge you like seventy dollars for a movie. Yeah, like well, what are you talking about? Well, back in in the days of VHS, that they weren't readily available to consumers. Like they didn't mass produce them like they did you know, years later and today with DVDs, they, you know, were tough. I remember, you know, if you wanted a good movie, you had to pay the video store price, which is like 70 bucks. And I get that. But, you know, they did get ridiculous. Like Blockbuster tried to charge like 40 or $50 for a, a, a lost DVD, which I happened to lose one time. And I, I was really pissed because they were like, yeah, you got to pay this whole thing. And then I happened, happened to find it in between my seat and my console, thankfully. Yeah, so DJ has a warrant out for his arrest for no, no. Um, overdue DVDs. Everything's returned. <laughs> oh, man. Let's take it down to ATL. Let's take it down to the Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's the new home of hip-hop. We have a wonderful story about this known rapper. I don't know if this is a funny story a, just a disturbed story, or what? It's bizarre, cause it's in, it's insane. It's uh, Captain Insano. Along with the the story, there's a audio clip which we don't have on hand. But you know, after you hear the story, you could go check it out. But here in the audio clip, there's a lot of laughter in it, and it, that's what disturbs me even more about it. So, yeah. the the rapper. Slash turn actor, turn mogul, you're talking about is T.I. Yes, rapper T.I. Tip Harris, T.I.P. Oh man, so so his daughter T.I. T.I. was doing a um, an interview, 
and he was talking about his his daughter. And his daughter is, you know, she's 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 pretty. Um, she's just turned eighteen, and they were talking about sex. You know, him and the interviewers were talking about sex and monitoring his daughter's sex. And what did Ti say? Well, Ti said that he goes with her for her gyno checkups regularly, and she signs the waiver that he can be now that she's 18 can have the knowledge that he's been having every time they go for a checkup that her hymen is intact. That's right. You heard me. Hymen is intact. If this don't sound like some Sharia law type (laughs) shit, like this is whack. And then you have to know how T.I. talks and his vocabulary and is his vocabulary the way he talks mixed with his accent he like he has a high vocabulary but his accent and the way he elongates words makes it it just makes his his his, his speech comic it makes it um it makes it comical and he he was talking and he was talking about how the doctor even tried to you know, tell him about other ways the hymen can be broken. And he was, and he, he like cuts the doctor off and he replies. <laughs> so I say, look, doc, she don't ride no horses. She don't ride no bike. She don't play no sports. Just check the hymen, please. And give me back my results expeditiously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yo, that's incredible. <laughs> like, I, I, there's so many different angles from this that it, it, this is fucking and, fucked up. And, 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 and not only is it just fucked up that you do, that you do that, right? It's fucked up that you're actually having this conversation out loud. <laughs> like, it, this should be something private between you, you and your daughter. There's no reason for you to be discussing that shit with interviewers. Wasn't like, his daughter if that's there what you in do, the interview, though? Uh, did, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. And I don't care if she was. The whole, that's something private. Like, well, you don't discuss I that. Because I think she was there because I heard she was, like, giggling and, like, laughing and, like, oh, God. Like, like he's telling it. Like, like it, if you bring it to the radio, it must be a thing. Like, he must tout it everywhere he goes like talking about it like because it's got to be so embarrassing like to his daughter and then you know she can't even be like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna piss him off and go have sex because she gets checked yeah well my whole thing is he's gonna be tight because soon um listen the backlash she's gonna receive from that she might she might just she might just go out and just go fuck you know what i mean and he's gonna be upset and you can't you 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 say he's gonna be tight ah nah she is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, you you can't even. I don't know. That's just it's that's bizarre. Just, right. That's just, and it's different if he, you know what. It's different if he said he sent his wife with her, and you know, and the wife got the results from the doctor, and have you heard, you know, and then she discussed that. She discussed that with this, you in in, uh, in this you, civilization, and not and like not in, not Sharia in twenty nineteen. You know, in like eighteen. You know, like eighteen ten. Right. I heard nobody crap you've like ever that. met in your life. Like no, like that's admittedly said. I've I've put my daughter through this, or a girl you know ever. I've never met someone that said that I have. I used to have to do this to my parent with my parents. No, but it, it just makes it even weirder that it's the father. 
well, that even makes it even weirder. It's different. It, in today's it, society, you know, you never it, it's know. It's different. There, there's the a lot of absentee mothers. Listen, I don't care, but there's no absentee mother in his house. He's married, and they have multiple kids together, and and, and they're married. They're Yo, still married. This is whacked out. Yo, so this is, it's, you know, in the parenting section. So I don't even know. If you do this to your kids, can you please write us and let us know, like, the whole methodology behind this? Because I want to know, like, how this, this happens other than T.I. Because yep. we know he's he's a little off the wall, but... And, and what mean, happens if it's if it was if if it was broke? Well, I mean, what do you do then? Right then, is she out of the will? Is you know, it, is I mean, it a will I mean, thing? Like, I mean, or is he trying to sell her off to a sultan of somewhere? And, and, and not for nothing. Let me let me say something. If she's out of the will because of that, then I, I'm just speculating. I mean, what could it I be? don't then? Um. Listen, it's different if she did what Lawrence Fishburne's daughter did. And, you know, was in a millionaire family and just decided to become uh, an adult film star and use the family actual real name. I can understand you so about I'm out of the will. Or, you, I mean, you're out of the will. But I, I, I don't understand how, okay, you have an 18-year-old. And if you find that out, then, then I mean, what happened? What, you're going to ground her? Like yeah, right. Uh, like the funny you know part is I mean? that, that this know. comes out as she turned eighteen after she turned eighteen. So that to me, like, uh, you go scratch. Right, and, and if that's the case, it should have stopped at eighteen. Like right. you know what, I used to do this, but now she's eighteen. Like no. So how I did, I just make her sign an agreement that says I have to see it. Like that's just strange. It's very. Strange. And not only is that, not only is that strange, that's like. That's that's like you when you shelter somebody so much because when she finally does do whatever it is she's gonna do, she might just you know go berserk with it. I mean, it, if I was her, I'd be paying the doctor off on the side. You know, like beforehand, like knowing which doctor you're gonna go, be like, yo, take this this bag right here and show someone else's results. Pow. Because I've been banging yeah. for the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, no, she's 18. Never mind. No, that's wrong. She's for the last, yeah. like, two years. I hope not. She's not with Jeffrey oh, Epstein. Oh, God. God, that's oh, some Jeffrey God. Epstein shit. Oh, he just needs to go hang himself. Been there. Done that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so T.I., I don't even know what to say about that. But you know what? At least he's not, uh, he's, at least he's not facing a child neglect charge, you know. Yeah, this uh, this guy's a real asshole. Yeah, the well, article so this, doesn't. He's a Florida guy. Well, it says it, it was in Florida. It doesn't say he was a Florida guy, but I'm going to assume to this level of dumb fuckery that he's from Florida. So I think he was from Florida, unless he, he just went to Florida for this craziness. Um, <laughs> and this is like this is one of those stories like you laugh when you hear it, but. It's not funny, <laughs> you know. Like, like, like. It sounds like this is like a, a like I could see this being a Kevin Hart movie. <laughs> you know, that's just what I see. Like, this dude is facing a child neglect charge after he left his daughter alone in a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, you're like, well, well, 
how, you know, how is he getting in trouble for leaving her? Well, she was five years old and he left her there for two and a half hours. Five. And, and, like, she, and, and she and, and she was found by other patrons like in there crying. So it's like, not only did you leave her in there, she got like stuck in there, and that's just fucked up right there. Because and now you can't. She she got out. She couldn't find the parents. Yeah, so, but like, it's like she's she, it's bugging like she, out. It's like she no freezes. One. Like come on, like it's different. If she like ah, you know, ran out or whatever. Like I, this picture is just being trapped with fucking actual horror people just keep scaring you and shit. That's just what I picture it as. I mean, maybe it didn't happen like that. Maybe she got out and got lost and couldn't find her parents. But I just picture it like. She went in there, you know, after 10 minutes, this dude was sipping his Florida water. And I was like, you know, let me go get some gator. And, you know, got gator, got the itis, went to sleep. And just left her in there. And she was just, like, getting chased by, like, by, like, the Hellraiser guy, by by Pinhead and shit. You know? It's, like, fucked up. It's real fucked but, up. Like, this is... I could definitely see Kevin Hart playing, like, a little child, like, getting caught in. But this... Ah! This is be- you know, and the rock catching them. <laughs> like, all right. So, my personal experience with these haunted houses, I, I would say I was probably like eight, and we went to Six Flags in New Jersey, and, and around Halloween, and they had the haunted thing, and I was with my folks, and we went in there, and you know, you allowed to go in, I guess, if you were with your parents. So, I I remember we made it through like the first corridor and two people jumped out and that scarred me until I haven't, I didn't enter a haunted house until I was 20 and I had to be dragged by, by, uh, a, you know, a chick on a date who wanted to go there real bad. I still wasn't feeling that shit. Like I was, I had my <laughs> fit, my fists clenched that I was ready to punch someone if they grabbed me. Like that's, I, I was shook. So I, if I was five, left alone for this two and a half hours in a haunted house, mm. this is child neglect. Fuck that. Like you're, I'm, I'm in a shrink for the, the next 20, 30 years. <laughs> Listen, I hear you. But see, I, my experience is different. Well, first of all, I have like a twisted um, parents because I used to – I was watching horror movies probably since I was before five. And I'm serious. Like watching like – and, and horror movies back then are different than horror movies nowadays. Horror movies back then were like fucked up. Those were like the originals, okay? And I remember, actually, it's pretty funny that this story's in Florida. One of the most scariest um, haunted houses I went to, definitely at that time. I don't know. I haven't. Um, I haven't been to like none of these like like Manorville and like all these like um, big huge ones now, but. It was called the Horror on Church Street, and that was, like, insane. Like, that was, like, the one of the first haunted houses I've been in where you get a warning before you go in that don't hit the, um, don't hit the, you know, the, the actors or whatever. It's that scary. It makes you want to, like, fight. No shit fight for your life so you know but so maybe that's why i see the humor in the story but like i said it's it's jacked up you know it's jacked up that you actually left her there you you don't do that and the whole thing is go in there with your kid and 
Listen, I, I take my kids like carnivals, like, and I'll I'll bring him in, in the haunted house. His mother doesn't really like it; she doesn't go in. Um, but I'll bring him in, and if he's too scared, look, we're bouncing, we're, we're leaving. I'm not gonna make you complete the haunted house in your shit and bricks. I've never had that issue. Or drop I do him have, off and I do have off. I do have one hilarious story that everybody will appreciate. Drop that Disney shit. World. Okay, Disney World. I don't know if they still have it because I haven't been to Disney World in a while, but I think they do. It was called the Haunted Mansion. And you're going through this ride. And part of the ride, you're riding in like, um, you know, like the car, like the um, the carnival, like slow roller coaster seats. They're like big, like ovals and you go slow and it like spins around and shit. Like the teacups. Yeah, it's like a teacup type of, of thing, but you're going through a haunted house. It's a teacup shape. And you cross a mirror, and a ghost pops up next to you in the mirror. So when you're riding in it, it looks like there's a fucking ghost next to you. You look to your, uh, and it looks real enough to where you look next to yourself, and you won't see nothing, but you look at the mirror, and there's a damn ghost there. My aunt... And this is my great aunt. This is my mother's aunt. When I mean she wigs the fuck out. Audience. She wigs the fuck out. They have to stop the ride and reverse it. (laughs) Whoa, I never heard of that. They had to stop the fucking ride and reverse the ride to let her out because she was going ape shit. And you know she's older, like like right now she's nineties. So she was probably she's probably like in her sixties then. Ape shit had to reverse the fucking ride and get her the fuck out of there. And you know you know all the people like they take you know they take religion way more serious, like spirits and shit. You know, so Listen, that I, was I, I don't even insane. do regular rides so. Haunted rides, fuck that. I'd probably be doing the same shit she did. Because, I mean, you know, I could go off on a tangent about a crazy ride that I had to stop halfway. But, oh, I don't even know if I'm ready to tell that one. But, yeah. (laughs) All right, well, we could save it for another week. I don't don't fuck with scary movies, haunted houses. But this guy could go fuck himself. That's what I'm talking about. I, I, I really hope this kid comes out all right. Or at least... A big Rob Zombie fan or some shit. Uh, yeah, Rob Zombie got a new movie coming out too. Um, I forgot the name of it. I'm not gonna lie to you, but he has a new movie coming out, and it's not. Um, he had a new. He he had one that just came out. It was. Um, it's called Three Something. It was a. It was the third installment Halloween. of the Devil's Rejects. Didn't he do does he have a does does he have a new Halloween? I was hoping no, that it is he that do Halloween or is that no he he remade Halloween one and he wasn't going to do two but he actually redid two. Um, they were both very good, and I'm a Halloween you know I'm a Halloween fanatic. That's my favorite um character out of all horrors is Michael Myers, and I personally think he did a phenomenal 
job. Three with from the, hell was his last uh, with the Halloween. Three from hell he just did. And, now, and that was the continuation of the Devil's Rejects in the House of a Thousand Corpses saga. He's got, same same people. And it got shitty ratings. I didn't see it. I had the movie but I didn't watch it. He's produced uh directing Broad Street Bullies, Trapped and Raised Eyebrows coming up. Okay. Okay. Uh, so then it was it was three from hell. Like I said, I had the movie. He's I didn't producing see it, so I the New Hills Have Eyes. Okay, that's going to be insane. Yeah. If they if they actually redo remake that movie the way the original one was, well, and I could only see him if he's actually doing it, that's going to be fucked up. That was a fucked up movie. Um, I'm not even going to tell people what it's about. Go watch the. You could watch both Hills Have Eyes. I think they have the original one, and then they actually have a remake of it that's already out. Yeah. I, that they came out for a couple of years ago. I got forced to watch that. And the that, Hills Have Eyes? It wasn't even... No, wait. No, I got forced to watch The Peoples Under the Stairs. Oh, Peoples Under the Stairs. Uh, that was... um, Was that Tim Burton or Steven Spielberg? I think that was Tim Burton. Who uh, directed that? Was, I don't think it was John Carpenter. No, nah, it was a scary movie, though. But that, uh, that was like I, the... I, People, people under the stairs. Let's that? see if we get it. Let's see if we get a. No, uh, that's not the movie. That maybe quick, it was the Hills Have Eyes. That it was like two thousand and something. No, no, yeah. People under stairs was in the nineties. I remember that. If I'm not it mistaken, it was two thousand six. Yes, I, I did watch this one. Oh with, no, Wes Craven. Wes Craven did direct. Um, uh, people yeah, under stairs. All right, okay. we're tangenting it up, but I don't really. That was ninety one. I'm getting scared just thinking about it. <laughs> Well, let's talk about this other dickhead asshole, and that's what he is. And people could debate me and want to say that, but it's, this dude's a dentist. Okay? He's a dentist in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan is where Borat is from. Okay, well. And Azimat. Well, Borat's dentist. <laughs> let me tell you what this dude does. This dude has. Um, and I just messed this up. This dude has a um a patient, a seven year old patient, and the patient, you know, he's seven. He's scared of the dentist. Some kids are scared of him. Some aren't. The dude picks up the kid. And starts to baby shake him. Like shake this living crap out of this dude. Yeah, hardcore. You know what I mean? And of course he gets caught and he's on camera. Which I don't even know, which was, which was crazy to me. Because I don't, I don't even know how he was on camera. Like I don't... Uh, it looked like it was a surveillance footage. It didn't even look like... Um, it didn't really look like cell phone footage. Yeah, it, it looked like grainy video from like the corner of the room I don't know if it was a hidden yeah. camera or if it was you know yeah, it looked this like, was part it looked of like a sting ha- yeah that, like they didn't have like new cameras it well, looked like some like Kazakhstan. old school right but first of all and if that's the case then why the hell did you even have I don't know who even is it even legal to record your dental procedure I don't know either way he shakes this little kid and then his excuses after he gets caught is it was for the sake of removing his teeth I scared him a bit just to make him sit. I don't want to hear that shit. And after he shakes him, he slams his body in the chair. Mm-hmm. Shake, shake. 
shake, 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 shake. Yeah, Kazakhstan. These guys yeah. crazy. So parents, this this section has been for you. You gotta watch your doctors, watch who you go see with your you know your gynecologists, your kids. This shit's these doctors are wacky out here. Yeah, I'm not. You know, if I you know this guy's under investigation, uh, and it said that I forget what what it, it what it exactly said, uh, but like you. wasn't even something. That was like they were gonna take his license away or something. It was like, yeah, he's under review from the board or some shit. Like this is like normal. And he, the guy, the guy in the in the video, like claims, like he gives like a video a test uh, statement, and he claims like it's normal. He's like, no, I just shook him a little bit. He was like, it looked like the scene in Airplane when the lady's like shaking the 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 kid. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I mean, I uh, when everybody comes over and starts slapping and shaking the stewardess after she. Uh, with the she steps on the thing with the kid and plays the the guitar for him. Crazy shit, but yeah, I don't I don't get dental work done in Kazakhstan. That's for sure. That's it. I'll take the cavities. Oh man, let's get on to some uh, better news. Um, this is some tech some technology. Techie, techie, techie. I mean, this is a cool thing, but um. I feel mixed ways about it. Um, I think if it's used not for profit and for like homeless people, I think that it's cool. Um, and it could easily be used for homeless people. Right now they're advertising it for for um, people in poverty. But I mean, if you're a person in poverty and you can get an apartment building or you get services to get your rent paid for, I, I think they need to save these for homeless because the United States donates a crap ton of money to other places. And I get it. I understand. But I'm a, I'm a believer where it's like you still need to take care of home first. I'm not telling you not to donate money, but I have a problem when you're donating billions of dollars to other places for their poverty and you have homeless people on the street. Literally, that I see. Now, I'm not talking about one or two. I'm talking about hundreds or thousands, okay? And it, listen, you go to California underneath that bridge uh, on what on Skid Row or whatever. Like, it's, it's a shame. Under but the this bridge is, downtown. <laughs> but this is cool. They're, um... Uh, you want you want to you want to say it? You want me to say it? what you want to do? Yeah, all right. So like a few years ago, I saw this as a kind of a crowd sourcing, crowdfunding type of, of thing, but the technology was there, and it has to do with three D printing, and I kind of know a, a little bit about three D printing. I have two cousins who one in architecture and one in uh, graphic design who are in college right now, and take 3D printing courses and are applying them to their future when they come out. So when I saw this, I sent this to them right away and uh, I thought it was really cool. So what they're able to do now is make a giant version of the 3D printer and big giant reels of the plastic instead of the 
if if you've seen what a three D printer can do, um, on you know take the plastic and and form it to whatever you want, they've put it on a grand scale where in twenty four hours they have the machine run for a full day, it prints up a house, a full house that you could live in with the you know pieces to hook right up to plumbing and and. Uh, I even saw some things that, you know, had sustainable, uh, you know, type of composting toilets and that really didn't need plumbing. Like there's all types of methods that they could do with this. But essentially for $4,000 worth of materials and I guess getting the machine to to the spot, it's – you could have a house built in 24 hours. Yeah. So so they built this prototype house in Austin, um, Texas, the – it's it's actually for they're gonna use them at first and they're gonna be constructed in El Salvador. That's the end goal right now, and um, the house is three D printed, but human workers install windows, doors, plumbing, and electrical systems. Um, and you want to know what's inside? It's six hundred fifty square feet. Um, you get a living room, a small office space, one bedroom, bathroom. And um, the staff who use this will use the home as an office to test its durability. That's the only part where that concerns me because I'm like, okay, you, you have the 3D printer. I know a lot about 3D printers because I have a friend who was heavily into 3D printing and I seen 3D printers. I briefly helped out a little bit with them. And I mean, even a giant 3D printer... I mean, if you get a strong enough wind, I don't know. Yeah, but... You know, I mean, you can anchor things down. I mean, but but listen, it's still better than being on the street. That's why I said they should definitely at least have that for um, for homeless people. I I think that they should... Whoever it is that they even build these fours, they should maybe have a... I don't know if this even makes sense, if they could do it or not. But, like, you know, on the side of highways, they have huge barriers, but they're for sound. A lot of people don't know why they have those giant brick walls, especially, like, going into, like, the city and stuff. Those are actually sound barriers that are, like, layered. But if they can make something like that to help with wind conditions, so, because well, I'm pretty sure those houses will blow down a lot nah, faster they, than they, a regular It depends the, the type of material and plastic they're putting into it. I'm sure it's sure it's weighted down. When they're you're making something like this, you you're designing and, and architecting this like, you know, like drawing the plans out for so long before you even commit to, to starting the printing. I'm sure it's time and time I, again and trial and error. This is already up like as a, a thing and, and they're not the only company that's doing this. And what's you know if it, you I think, still don't I still don't trust it. Well when you think past them, just think past them. I saw one where they someone they laid something with a plastic foundation. Someone came and plastered the whole thing, and they put plaster and made all smooth walls, and it was really wild. Right, so, but the foundation still isn't the weight of wood that you build with studs and no, stuff. But, and if, but and if it, wind yeah. knocks that crap down, yeah, it's gonna they, knock this down. Uh, you know what? I I, I doubt but it. I, st- I, it. I still they I still put the think right that curves on than... the outside. You don't know. You know it take how it takes the wind. Look, people live in tents in certain places, like no, tents. And like I know, said, it's, they exist. it's it, like I said, it's better than being on the street. Look, so, ask the people in the fire festival. <laughs> no, but you, oh. you know what? And and like you said, like 
you could do so many, you know, this is just a prototype. So they could re-engineer a different type of housing unit that would house, you know, six bunks or something like that in a toilet. You know, that, that, that would be more geared for your homeless problem. I think this is more of a, uh, right now, looks like, you know, you know what they say, oh, we could help homeless. But I think it was also, like, aimed towards, uh, you know, making a whole development of something like this. Where, where where you could now have affordable housing for you right. know forget yeah. about forget about homeless people like you know not don't forget about them but like take them out of the equation just affordable housing in not only this country every country is is becoming right. impossible uh, so well my my whole thing is see see this is where I uh, I just have a gripe with affordable housing they can have affordable housing now it's just that landlords don't want affordable housing cuz they want maximized profits everything is about money you could have affordable housing don't build a giant ass house build a smaller house you see how fast they've been the avalons the Avalon, I'm pretty sure there's Avalons in other states also, just in case there's listeners who don't know. But th- there are these um, well, housing companies. Complex. It's a housing complex that they, they've been building these up all over the place, all over New York, all over Long Island. And the rent starts for one bedroom, it's $2,200. You have to pay extra $100 for parking. You have to pay extra $100 if you have a pet. All right, these are facts because I know multiple people who live in them. Okay? You can have, and, and, and these are, and you watch them being built. It's just straight lumber. And what's crazy is when they were building one by a mall that's around here, right as soon as they put up all the frames, something happened and it burnt down. They all burnt down before people moved in and they had to rebuild them. And it, it, it burnt up so quick. But and I, I think that they, they can have affordable housing now. So well, uh, yeah, also yes. the time, the twenty-four hours for the house. You're not getting a twenty-four right. hour house anywhere unless you're, you get like the whole crew from and, uh, from uh, and, move and, that and, bus. What was that show and, called? And people who are getting housing. This is just my opinion, because you're getting housing now. All right, you're getting housing. You keep getting housing. However, you're getting housing. There's a bunch of homeless people who don't have housing at all. Build that for them. Instead of giving a billion dollars to this other country, hey, a billion dollars, you know, you divide it by 400000 I mean by by $4,000 or whatever, you, that's a lot. You can build a whole lot of houses for a lot of homeless people. And then, you know, the people who, like I said, people who are getting low-income housing now, they're getting it now. They're getting... You know, apartments for cheaper, to, but you're not to, getting low-income housing because you're not going to get low-income housing. I would love to have a, a low. Axel Foley no, pays you too much. You, I'm you're talking not about having housing. a low-income house, not the price of of the house. Like I would like people doing that tiny home shit, like the you know the right. Like, so you build a tiny home. Uh, well, I would. You mu- choose not to build a tiny home. You choose the you choose to have a mansion. You, well, that's. But I wouldn't mind having one of these in the in the back by the pool, like because this would be cool. I could record in there, like you said, the little office space, get away. But right, I, you know, you I could also you, go to Home Depot and get a shed. And, I think you get angry, turn it into a house. Yeah, but I'm not going to Home Depot. That's for like peasants. Um, all right, so <laughs> let's let's go to another weird ass, uh, futuristic Skynet's coming. Uh-huh. We type keep on telling you all, but you don't want to listen. You want to keep on giving the, the automated cashiers money and don't realize you're taking jobs away from people who need it. 
Nobody grows up and says, I want to be a cashier. It's no disrespect to cashiers. I'm just I'm speaking you the need, truth. If, you, if, if you're a cashier, you need that job. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm going to take any job that I can get if I need a job. And you're taking jobs away from people who need jobs. And this, right here, we got a Russian android. Russian android, not cell that, phone. That's built for the work. And it specifically says it's built for the workplace. Its face contains 18 moving parts. Gives it 36 degrees of freedom that allows the 600 microfacial expressions the company says the Android is capable of exhibiting. It so, has more than 100,000 speech modules built in it. So here's the thing, though, about it. It's not the uh, robots or androids that we've seen getting unveiled lately that you know can walk around and, and, and move. It's a, it's a stationary as far as... Uh, what, what would be considered legs. It's like on a chair. But it has movements in the upper body and the face, which is the creepy part. And it's, it looks real. It's the, it has different faces on it that they put on top of this shell, almost like some Western Terminator. shit. Terminator. So what I kind of got out of this whole article, and, and they're unveiling their video, it's essentially... Uh, and they also pitched that you could have it at home. It's essentially like having a live Alexa, theory. a live Alexa in your house, like that that answers you and talks to you. And it it's not a um, an AI that thinks; it's more of an AI that reacts. So it says you could ask it all questions, the weather, the news. It's essentially Alexa, but and, looking and with, at you. And and with Alexa and Siri. What is it that they do every year? There's updates to make it more smarter. It's learning. It's going to learn. Siri and Alexa learn your behaviors. They can play music that you like based on your mood. It learns. They might not be saying, or I shouldn't say that. They're not advertising that it learns. You're not making any AI in 2019 that doesn't learn. You're not. It's it's not profitable. It learns, I, and it's going to take your damn jobs away from you. You heard about the Russian bots in the election. This is a different Russian bot. You got to watch out for. It's crazy. Yeah, no, we, we we talked about you know the the spying thing, and I think it was episode one or two about how they get down, you know, and they claim they delete the data and whatnot. But you know, this thing's just going to get better, and I I could see. Someone in a workplace, maybe of one or two people having this thing and like getting attached to it like a like a coworker or even more so in the home, someone who's really lonely and, and that's, you know, people come home and talk to Alexa. Like, oh, yeah. Well, and, that's that's definitely happening. You know, so they're going to have this now looking at them. Hey, hey, welcome home. Ready? How was your day? And yeah. not and that they, robotic. They already, probably they way have... more. Realistic sex dolls. So now you're gonna have realistic sex dolls with speech, and everything else. I mean, at the at the end of the day, it's not good for humanity. It's good for big business, but for most of the world, that is not big business. It is not good for. Right. These things are cool, and they were always like, you know, this the the concept was cool before they existed. Right. And and the, (laughs) the cartoons and the movies, but. The reality of it all coming is essentially, you know, 
uh, as, as much as it claims it's going to help us, it's going to make us all, you know, reliant. It's going to be a wasteland. Reliant Remember on them, that. and we're going to be, you know, less communication to one another. It's, it's. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I, I don't have any robots in my house um, other than on my cell phone with, with this Siri, um, and she's very limited to what she can do. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you know what? I, I know what the I know what these androids won't do. Hold they on a won't... second, Siri. How do you feel about? Hold on. Let me get this girl going. Siri, how do you feel about robots? It's your opinion that counts. Huh. All right. Yeah. Siri, how do you feel about Russian AI? It's your opinion that counts. See? Why are you avoiding? We were talking about you, not me. Look at this. See? All misdirection. Don't trust these robots. Mm-hmm. But you know what these robots won't do? What's that? They won't act a goddamn fool over a damn Popeye's chicken sandwich. We don't know that. They might be the ones causing all this chaos. Right? I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there was some sort of some sort of computerized algorithm that was put into their marketing scheme. Popeye's frenzy, we will start. Yes. And uh a frenzy me... has 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 taken over a second time. The chicken sandwiches yes. have returned and people are out there and, trying to get them. And this time I actually have an opinion because I tasted a Popeye's chicken sandwich two days ago. Oh, boy. And I said I would not try one. But you know what? I did not pay for one. I was asleep and I woke up and some a relative had came by while I was asleep and dropped off a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Wow, you got good relatives. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll give it a taste. So? I do not know what the hell is driving people crazy over this damn chicken sandwich. I will say this. Is the chicken sandwich good? Yes, it's good. There's a lot of damn things that are good. It does not taste better than a spicy chicken filet from McDonald's. I mean, I said McDonald's from Wendy's. Wendy's. It does not taste better than spicy chicken fillet from from um, Wendy's at all. I'm talking about taste-wise. Now, a lot of people are obsessed with quantities. And it's probably the biggest chicken sandwich that you can get. And it, it tastes decent. It, it ain't nothing to add ignorant over. And um, it's not better than... A Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. You're talking to a person who's, you know, been heavy. I love food. You know, I I don't recommend any whack food. And it, this food's not whack. It, it's good. But it's, it's the stuff people are doing for this chicken sandwich, it's bonkers. Like, I thought that I was going to bite into this chicken sandwich and rainbows were going to shoot out of my ass the way people have been acting about this. Okay, it's a chicken sandwich. It's and weird. It's a weird thing. People, unfortunately, are hooked on frenzy. 
of, of and, anything. It's like like the Apple products. It, it, uh, yeah, and, and the, 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 another the rarity podcast, of it, uh, the, chicken fillet sandwiches. Yeah. You know, yeah, uh, the rarity of it is what made it more. It's like Jordans. It's like if Jordan made enough sneakers to where he didn't sell out of certain exclusive models. Like, let's take the Travis Scott Jordans for people who are sneakerheads, okay? Like, all, and he does. He has another pair of Travis Scotts coming out, Air Force Ones coming out um, in a week, but for people who are interested in that. But let's take his, his um, sneaker collabs, right? His sneaker collabs wouldn't be crap if they were regularly available on the shelves. Of course, like anything, like a, a hot baseball card. You know, right. if they make a million of them, it's not worth as much. They make twenty of them, it's worth way more. And, it's it's with anything. And and, and, and they, they did apply this that on to purpose. the chicken sandwich. Of course, I've been saying, how are you a chicken? How are you a chicken spot? And you run out of chicken. Listen, I could understood if McDonald's came out with this chicken sandwich and ran out of it. I could understand if Burger King did, because they advertise more burgers. Your name is Popeyes Chicken. You are a chicken place. How do you run out of chicken? Well, they got it back. It's a scam. Shit's gone wild again. Yeah, people crashing the damn cars so, over yeah, it. This first one, uh, location was not uh, put in the article, but there was a video accompanying it, and a woman... Driving a, a nice E-Class Mercedes, I would say, uh, early 2000s. Uh, you know, good shape. And, and a guy in a minivan. They both decide at the same time they're going to come into the drive through lane. Now, the guy in the minivan was in the, the line coming around about to get in the drive through And this woman just jammed up in there. And she rubs her car up against three delineating posts. Which, if you don't know what that is, that's the concrete pillar that usually divides a a, a lane or or a spot, you know, so you mm-hmm. don't back up too far. And she just mashes her car into the, the side of this thing, and then hits him in the his quarter panel with her, in front of her car because he keeps going. He backs up a little bit. She backs up a little bit. Her car still rubs up against the the pole, and. Mm-hmm. And then her kids get out of the car, start smashing on his window, and the video stops. But it just was, and you see, you know, two different uh, cell phone videos of people taking one on someone's Snapchat, and you could see that there was tons of people around this Popeyes. Like, and, and actually, it was kind of funny. Uh, at the end of the video, the the one girl in the Snapchat she says to her friend, "Is the chicken sandwich worth it?" She goes, "Yeah." She goes, is it that worth it? She goes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's fucking stupid at the same time. It's crazy. People, would, like, you're, you're crashing up your car and doing and doing all kinds of stupidity over a chicken sandwich. There's no food. Let me tell you something. I'm a person. People are going to think I'm crazy right now. I don't wait on lines for nothing. If I go to a restaurant... And they tell me it's more than a 10-minute wait. I'm not eating there. Me and my family are leaving. I'm not waiting a half an hour. Like, people be waiting. You go to a restaurant. There's people in the damn lobby. There's people outside with buzzers in their pocket. I'm not eating there. 
It ain't that serious. It's not that there's too many places to eat. It's not that serious. Listen, hey, I didn't get there on time. Y'all got there first, but I'm not waiting no half an hour. And these people are waiting on for an over an hour. My relative waited online for over an hour because that's what they do. And her son convinced him to do it also. I'm not doing that. My kids know don't even ask me no crap I mean, like that. I don't First know. of all, my, my kids be too damn hungry. <laughs> my my kids be like, oh, I want to go get me some pizza. Sun was shining on me when I went, but when I went, I had, I, I walked in, there was someone in front of me, mm-hmm. I ordered, I got my chicken sandwich, and I left. And, and you also, what time did you go? Yeah, it was like, like one twelve thirty one in the afternoon. All right, see, and, and that's it, and let me give you a funny story. So I got this chicken sandwich two days ago, right? So when I woke up, it, was, it, was, um, it wasn't like piping hot, you know, it was warm, so I wanted to be able to give it a 100% review. I mean, my answer still ain't going to change from what I previously said. But I was like, let me get it like piping hot. So today, I get out of work. I got to go to the bank. There's a Popeye's that I pass that's literally up the block from the bank. So I'm like, you know what? Let me see if I can get me a chicken sandwich. Because Popeye's just opened when I get out of work. Like, Popeye's might have opened a half an hour before. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm at the stoplight before I'm, like, looking. I'm like, oh, there's no line. All right. Let me turn up in here. I turn up in. I see, like, a sign. I can't really read it. You know, so I go to the drive-thru. I look. There's a sign on the drive-thru, the same sign that was at, at the door that I couldn't previously read. It says, no sandwiches at this time, sorry, delivery is late. <laughs> you didn't wait? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, shit. That wasn't even a process in my brain. To, to, to sit down and wait or to even go inside and ask or anything. It's not that serious. And you're talking to a person. I love food. I love all kinds of food, all kinds of snacks. I just ordered I just ordered a, a tray of banana pudding for Thanksgiving. Okay? And that ain't for another three, four weeks. Okay? So, I love food. Well, obviously that someone in Maryland loved this sandwich a whole lot too. Because this is the Insane. saddest part of this whole fucking thing. Yep. Once man. again, this is like Jordan's. So, there was an altercation over the chicken sandwich. Online. Knife comes out. Guy gets stabbed. I don't know what was said completely, you know, it, it, you know, online, the, who was fighting over what. But well, witnesses th- are saying that the person, he intentionally cut the line. Once again. This is like Jordan's. This happened several times in Jordan's. And I can remember specifically a time it happened in Atlanta. And the and um it, it, the person in Atlanta wasn't cutting line. They actually tried to rob the line and they actually have a um you know, you can carry guns in Atlanta. You don't really need a like a crazy license to get a gun. And he he got shot 
and got killed online. Police came. The person who shot and killed him didn't get arrested because the person was on camera trying to rob him. It was self-defense. And after he talked to the police, he was able to go inside and get his damn Jordans. But, uh, you know, this person, you got stabbed up over a chicken sandwich, ultimately, and died. You got stabbed up over a chicken sandwich. There is no chicken sandwich. There is no lobster tail. There is no no um, rare blowfish. There's no shark fin soup. There is no... Caviar. Um, I'm trying to think of caviar. There is no... I'm thinking... Of, I'm trying to think of all rare Komodo delicacies. Dragon. Yeah, there's no Komodo drag. There is nothing. Food-wise... Worth losing your losing your life for. See, the cutting in line thing it is worth losing your life for, but because like <laughs> principles, like you just cut me, like you gotta go now, I gotta cut you. <laughs> but I give props to the stabber, but the guy who cut the line, just the, this, the fact that you did this over, you know, this shit could happen. You picked the wrong guy on the wrong day. I'm not saying, you know, stab somebody. That that's not what I'm saying. But like. Maybe punch him in the grill, something like that. Like, cause you can't be letting people cut you for anything, especially if you waited for this chicken sandwich. But the fact that it's over a chicken sandwich is the fucked up yeah. part. Like, I could, you know. Well, it's line... just fucked up that you had to bring a knife to the chicken line. Well, that's just. <laughs> let, let's gonna... go to the, let's go to the basics. Why do you have a knife with you? And I've, you want to go to the Popeyes? Unfortunately, I have a knife with me every single day, so I can't answer. I can't really. Okay, but well, first of all, I I don't give props to the stabber because you stabbed him. Now, if they would have told me that this dude cut the line and he punched him in the face. Yeah, sure, right, but, right. Because my whole thing is, my whole thing is, this is the reality of the situation. People there are already aggravated that they're waiting online. You're already aggravated. You're hungry. That's why you're there, right? For food. Now, let's. How does food go? When you're hungry, right, and now you smell food and your body subconsciously knows it's close to the food, you get hungrier. So now you have a bunch of hungry people that are smelling food that can't get to their food. And then you got to take all these other little things into aspects. That, it's, that, it's supposedly fast food, but I'm waiting over an hour for it. Well, that, I, don't have to wait, oh, I don't have to wait over an hour for my food if I order a lobster tail and filet mignon at a five-star restaurant. I don't you have nev- to wait an hour. You never want to fuck with hungry people. That, and that's, now, that's one line you don't want to fucking yeah. go, now, go cut it. you want to go and cut the line? I know what he was thinking. He's like, this motherfucker must be crazy. But you shouldn't have whipped out the knife. You could have easily... Waited, let him think he cut you and then kicked him in the back of the knee. And when he dropped, you know, take a sandwich, you know, gave him a nice good pop in the jaw and kicked him in the butt, got him off of the line. Maybe a kidney shot. Listen, I mean, you could have look, called up the police, said he cut the line. I don't know. Call up Popeyes and tell the manager to come out. Look at this. He cut the line and he's going to wind up starting a riot. And, ain't no, and you're going to lose business, and you're going to potentially get a lawsuit. You tell the manager that he, he's going to make him get off the line. Because now you done broke all that shit down. And now he don't want to lose his job because I told you this was going to happen before and warned you. And you as manager didn't defuse the situation. And you know this person was blatantly wrong. 
And you know what? The whole thing, I don't care what, what they say. Oh, you're a Popeye snitch. I don't care about that shit. I'm grown. This ain't, no, this ain't organized crime. And, and you chose to do something and, oh, he's a snitch. He's a rat. Dude, get out of here. You're not cutting me online. Nah, yeah, it's I, not I, happening. I don't play. I don't play that, especially waiting a long time. But yeah, this shit. And if crazy. that's the case, and if that's the case, listen, you wouldn't ate a chicken sandwich. See, because I'm a different type of spiteful. I would have sat there. I would have waited because you're only one person ahead of me. And when you would have got your food, I would have stuck my fingers down my throat and threw up on your food or something. I would have slapped your food out of the thing and stomped on it. I would have did something, but I wouldn't have stabbed you. Well, you know. That, that people get rowdy out there. That's you know. When, when, obviously, we're a little have a little more sanity than to than to do some of these things that we talk about on the show. But I, I can relate a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. That's, now it's crazy. Now we got this next crazy wacky story that is you know all types of weird angles, but this to me screams. Kaiser Sose? Hollywood Illuminati up to no good. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's Kaiser it's Sose. It's Kaiser Sose. He summoned Kaiser Sose. This is definitely straight out of his movie type shit. Yeah. So we're talking about the Kevin Spacey Kaiser Sose. And, uh, you know, great everybody, actor. everybody I'm sure knows the, the story that, that he groped uh, an actor on one of his sets and... No, is that a bar? Yeah, at a bar, right? But one of an actor from one of his shows, and and he, you know, they they kicked him off House of Cards, and he got he got me tooed out of Hollywood and everything, and you know, then the the uh, I think it was two accusers or something, two different cases, but the one was dropped, and then this other groping case was was about to come out, and mysteriously, a month ago, the accuser dies. Yep. Of, of, unreli- un, and uh, what did it say? Uh, I got the word tongue tied in my head right now. In my, uh, what did it what? say? Of unexpected death. They didn't even say what it was. So, yep. oh, it wasn't an actor. The first one was an actor. This one was his massage therapist. Okay, I got it a little twisted, but uh, yeah. So, the this guy dies of an unexpected death that they didn't really say what it was and, you know, they don't know. Uh, and it was in the middle of their investigation, so they have to drop the case. Yeah. Not really much to be said other than Hollywood Illuminati. Yeah, he kind of associated. I don't know what else to say. That's the only thing I can say. I mean, yeah. it's, it's either good luck or some gangster shit right there. Yeah, man. Well, speaking but, of some gangster shit, we got another crazy-ass story. Now, there's been this whole thing going around on social media and the news. Parents, watch out that that people are going to put edible weed in your kids' candy and give them weed this Halloween. Now, first of those all... Are, those are memes. No, no, no. It really was... I seen it on the news, bro. Like that, Did the, you? Yes. Like, there was, like, a real warning. I know the memes happened because of the warning. And... Yeah. Which is ridiculous, because, I mean, no one's well, giving away their, their... Thank you. ...fucking weed edibles. Nobody's giving away their fucking weed for, edibles. For, for, for free. Like, it's stupid. Like, all right. Well, this one... 
since we, you know, we got a couple states down south that like to live backwards, we're going to go back to the 80s to a Halloween scare that I remember very well was promoted on the news when I was a little kid. And I had to do this shit when I got home, come home, dump out my candy, and the parents had to check for puncture wounds for needles or razor blades inside the candy or apples. Now, this was a thing in the 80s. Flash forward, 2019. <laughs> you know it was a thing in the 80s because who the fuck is handing out apples now? Right? Flash forward, 2019, take us down <laughs> south to Alabama. The fucking sewing needle was found in a child's Halloween candy. So they warned the whole county to be on alert and check all your candy for sewing needles. Some sick, twisted, probably seamstress, I'm hoping, or a whack job, is putting sewing needles into the kids' candy. I'm thinking maybe it's an old lady who, who put the candy out while she was sewing or I, by mistake. I, it's weird. I guess there's sadistic people out there, but this seems fucking really strange that they're doing this shit. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, especially since I, I remember know. it from 20, uh, and, 30 years and, ago. And I almost want to say, I really hope that this was a person's cry for attention, meaning the person who reported it, I hope that they're lying. I hope that they actually stuck the needle in the candy and just wanted to make attention. I'd rather you cause a cause a false uproar like that than as if a crazy motherfucker actually put a fucking sewing needle in it. You know how, you know, these days people have been doing like stupid shit to get attention and they'll make up shit. Like, I I, I, I actually hope that this time somebody made some shit up. Because this, you have to look at this fucking needle in this thing. And it's like the long Tootsie Roll. So don't don't think it's the little mini Tootsie Roll. It's like the, the long Tootsie Roll, which I love. I love fucking Tootsie Rolls. Okay. But it's a fucking sewing needle, like he said. Like I said, I don't know if it was the mad seamstress, if it was, you know, the the fucking, the the clothing store got mad, or some old granny was like, fuck these quilts and these little kids stepping on my grass, I'm gonna fucking show them, and she just shoved the fucking needle in there. Like, who shoves a needle, and then it's in a Tootsie Roll. Do you know how much pressure you have to shove a sewing needle in to get inside of a long Tootsie Roll? A Tootsie Roll is dense as hell. This isn't like you're sneaking it in a snicker and it's just going through a layer of chocolate and inside it's like gooey and shit. This is a dense Tootsie Roll. It's I'm just, a Tootsie Roll connoisseur. Okay? Weird. So <laughs> you had to put work in to do this. I, I, I just really hope it's fake. And, and, you know, and if it's not, that's fucked up. Why would you even... I, I'm a person... I do not play... I told you before when we were talking about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I love food. I don't play with my food. Straight up and down. I don't play with my food. Like, I will fight you if you try to put something in my food. Meaning, because this is how I look at it. I'm eating this and I'm intaking it. It's going in my body. I don't let, it's not funny people spit in people's foods, put boogers or whatever. Or all this crazy shit you see in the news with fast food. That right there. that's worth you getting hurt over. Not getting cut, not cutting the line, but you actually putting something in my food. Because now, if you win, and I don't find out, now I'm harmed. 
I don't know what you have. I don't know the disease you can give me or whatever else. What if I, what if I ate that damn tussie roll and now I bit it and now I have I got my lip punctured. Now I have to go through all kinds of tests. You have to realize if this kid ate that, they would have to go through like first of all you gotta have to go through HIV tests for like six months just because you don't know what else was on the needle. It doesn't matter even though it wasn't a, a hypodermic needle. Because you bit something and it punctured it, you don't know what the person put on it. Or if so, it came from the Tootsie Roll factory. Yeah, this isn't just harming. This isn't just harming. Okay, you bit it and you got pricked and ha ha. That's it. No, you, you, you're causing distress and, conf- and it, that's not cool. That's not cool. Now my, now my whole life is up in turmoil for the next couple of months. And you as a parent, you know, you don't know what you're thinking. You didn't do this to my kid. So... Nah. What would you rather have? Leave the kid in the haunted house for two and a half hours or have him bite a needle in a Tootsie Roll? He might not ever eat candy again. The mother might have did it to deter him from eating candy. (laughs) That's that's a terrible mother. She's probably from Florida. No, Alabama. (laughs) No, I would say the mother would be from Florida though if she did that. The mother didn't do it because she's from Alabama. That means the neighbor in the cornfield did it. Who was... Who was in the cornfield maze that left the kid there? So, All right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling. You, I went through a, a, um, a haunted maze, a cornfield maze. Um, I don't think it was in Alabama. It was someplace down south, and uh, that was fucking different. That was pretty fucking. Uh, they had like fucking like Leatherface pop out with like a fake chainsaw. Like that shit was fucking bizarre too. <clears throat> One time I ran backwards naked into a cornfield. I don't even want to know why you were naked. <laughs> Forget the fact that you ran backwards naked through the cornfield. Why are you outside naked in the first place to even run backwards naked in the cornfield? Oh my gosh. I, it, it totally went over your head. It's something like someone, you know, used to say like, Instead of go fuck yourself, you know, go running backwards naked through a cornfield. Like, so the corn sh- shoves up your ass. Nah, yeah, come on. It's, it's, I didn't really I, do it. That must be fucking... Some um, people got it out there, Hope. Yeah, people who were like fucking dinosaurs, because I ain't never heard that shit. Well, not fucking dinosaurs. How about fucking Olaf? Oh, my goodness. That must be so chilly. Oh, God. <laughs> Talk about oh, shrinkage. Man. Oh, let's yeah, go down man. to our favorite state. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Taking a good old sip of that Florida tea. Oh, oh man, boy. This, this dude. Not, not like people tw- are just twenty-year-old dude. Let's start there. People are sick, and not for nothing. What's crazy is like a lot of these um, stories we talk about, especially when it comes to um, people with their like their crazy deviant behavior. Their Fetishes. Their crazy sexual deviant behavior. It's just fucking bizarre. And when you're looking at their mugshots, you're like, this motherfucker looks like he would do some crazy crap like that. And this dude in his mugshot looks like he'd do some crazy crap. This dude's in Target, ladies and gentlemen. And he approaches a frozen display. He grabs Olaf. Olaf is the is the is the snow char- the snowman character with the corn nose from Frozen. And he goes on the floor with it and starts to perform sexual acts on the floor. 
Now they're a little vague in the article. They don't, you know, like tell you. I don't exactly care if you're dry humping doing. Olaf. Well, that see, see to me, like, like here, here's the the image I kind of first thought of when I saw the the headline, like some goofy teenagers running through the store. They grab Olaf and like hump him. I'm like, ah, oh, it's funny. Mm. And then I read the article. This guy laid on the floor mm-hmm. and did a sex act with Olaf, and it was like the blow up yeah. Olaf, like the and like, a stuffed unicorn. It wasn't yes, just Olaf, right? He's having a threesome and a stuffed unicorn, and and they had to destroy. Yes, this is where where I was saying, like, like we don't know the extent of what he did with it, but th- we kind of know if you use your imagination what he did with it because go ahead. They couldn't resell the toys. They had to destroy the toys for what he did. And he got arrested. Let me tell you something. If he would have just sat there and just picked it up, you know, and did some stupid Jane Silent Bob shit and just like pretend he's on the, uh, uh, they might just kick you out of the store. You know what I mean? They, they aren't going to go through the process of calling the police, holding you there, whatever else. This dude was doing the horizontal polka with Olaf. Okay. He was getting it on with the unicorn. He was. I don't know what he was doing. He's playing cavity search. I don't know what he was doing, but it's disgusting. <laughs> That's Thank you, say. Florida. It's disgusting. Uh, like, what are you doing? But you know what? I'm this not... is just what happens in another week. When I watch Frozen 2, it's coming out soon, I'm going to be all fucked up. Right? What if What if now you have, like, a depressed Olaf? What if now they have to make, like, a... Now they have to make like a um a sexually abused old wolf. Holy shit! There's gonna be like a PSA no. for kids. That's like, it. Hey kids, I'm no, old. it's gonna it's gonna be for other Disney characters like they're real people. You know. Hey guys, don't go. It's to gonna Target. be for Disney characters that uh, identify as real people. Wow. And they're gonna have they're gonna have a PSA for them. It's gonna be like the um like the Sesame character, the the opioid abuse abuse um <laughs> Sesame character. It's gonna be an old wolf. Target character. Uh, if you've been a if you've been a victim of sexual abuse of inanimate objects at Target, contact us at anotherweekpodcast at gmail dot com. If 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 um if Pixar and Disney don't support you, we will, you little stuffed friend. But honestly, this dude is sick, and he needs to be in jail and probably keep his ass in there. That's what I say. Well, I mean. He'll get some real toys in jail. Yeah. <clears throat> Those slippery ones. Yeah. So, that's what we got for you this week on another week. Uh, let's see a little preview for next week. Uh, what do we got? No story previews. We'll give them the... Should we do... Oh, yeah, we'll do it. The Wu-Tang recap. That's right. If you haven't caught up and listened from episode three or so or two... And and got into Wu Tang. Now's your chance. You got a week to do it. Barrel through the episodes. It was only eight, and uh, we're gonna review them. It was ten, but yes. It was ten. Oh, the first there at the first day it was three episodes. Right on. But yeah, yeah, it was ten episodes. You could watch it, um, or maybe you start to watch it, finish it up, and we'll we'll go through the last couple episodes and give our opinions on it. That's right. So as of now, you got a little homework to do. Also, if you're not checking it out, you should be watching The Watchmen on HBO. That shit is dope. We haven't talked about it yet, uh, but 
our good friend Axel Foley has started the Watchmen podcast on Daily DVR with Aaron Otto, then he got Roberto, and now he's got special guests doing initial reactions. So that's definitely something to check out, a good companion to the Watchmen show. And until we review it, you know, stick with them. But we'll we'll be back talking that good good Watchmen. And uh I don't know, what else? Anything else you got that you could think of we're gonna be doing coming up? That's it, everybody. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens throughout the week. And we'll hit you with another week. Another week. Another Peace. Week. Another week. Podcast when you're ready. Another week. Another week. Another week. Podcast.